someone on Goodreads wrote, it's Hocus Pocus, but they fuck. <laughs> and so <laughs> I kind of went in <laughs> this is exactly what I'm going to get. It's going to be like cute, spooky, and then some X scenes. <laughs> Welcome to Red Wine Reads, a community of book lovers talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite books while pouring a glass or two of wine. I'm your host, Jenna Miller, and with me today is the romance and fantasy-loving Sarah Marshall, and also joining us on today's conversation is Claire Peterson, the woman who helped us start the Red Wine Reads book club. After our last conversation, I was asking our uh, book club people if they wanted to read some spooky novels with us for this upcoming spooky season. And each of them were very apprehensive on how spooky they actually wanted to get. Luckily for me and for our readers, we have a varied scale of spookiness uh, set out for this month. So each of our book club members decided to choose a different book. And Claire wanted to read a spooky romance that was based in a town pretty much straight from a Disney Channel movie. Today we are reading The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling, aka Rachel Hawkins. This conversation had us talking about Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, and all of our childhood favorite spooky movies. So without further ado, let's pull some corks and get reading. Welcome, Sierra Claire, to a very special episode of Red Wine Reads, which I feel like every episode is a special episode that I get to talk to um, you guys, but we are doing kind of a Red Wine Reads book club-esque um, episode. I We hopped off our last um, book club episode, and I was listing out the books we were reading for our spooky season, and they are very different books as per usual, <laughs> um, and... I listed them all out, and then, uh, you know, the attendees for our book club each wanted to read a different book, and so I was like, well, let's just have you guys hop on different podcast episodes. So, here we are. Claire decided that um, a a sexy, spooky witch novel was exactly what she wanted uh, (laughs) for this spooky (laughs) season. (laughs) So, here we are reviewing The X-Hex by Erin Sterling, which um, she is... Actually, her real name is Rachel Hawkins, um, and fun fact is I read a Rachel Hawkins book, and mm-hmm. it was probably my least favorite book I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was reading the author description, and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and I really tried not to have it cloud my judgment, because like, I want to go into it fresh. Um, I don't want to have any uh, prejudice going into this of the author. Um it was hard, but I did my best. <laughs> Maybe that's why she changed her name. Maybe that's why, because that one book, uh, The Wife Upstairs, was just atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, let's get into some few quick facts, and then we'll get right into our uh, review. So again, we read The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling, aka Rachel Hawkins. Um, this book has a 3.5 out of 5 on Goodreads, um, 87% of Google google users like it so a pretty high percentage um it was published in 2021 so fairly new 
novel. <laughs> when I was going through Goodreads, it's uh, it has some interesting reviews. It goes back and forth between people who are like, this is exactly what I wanted in terms of like a fun witch spooky read, um, like for the Halloween season and like a little romance that you just want. And then another one was like, the characters were not thought out at all. Uh, this like was just uh, it was two completely separate books, as Sierra and I were kind of talking about <laughs> briefly on our text message thread. So um, it varied. <laughs> we'll just say that. <laughs> um, Rachel Hawkins, she is also the author of Hex Hall, which is a best-selling trilogy of a YA paranormal <laughs> romance. I didn't know that. I actually own those books. <laughs> Here she is. She's sneaky. She pops up everywhere. That's really funny. I bought those when I was really young. Does she use the same pseudo name? Or does she use her actual? I wonder like if it's like all the sexy things that she wants to like keep separate. Like not (laughs) maybe. What were your thoughts on the hex on the hex uh hall trilogy? Oh my god. I read it so long ago. I think I only read the first book, but then I gave it to my sister and I was like, I think you would really like this book. Um, I, you know what, maybe if we ever do like the young adult or the young adult thing that I was talking about, Mm -hmm. like books, maybe I'll reread those. (laughs) Okay. If anyone. Okay. Maybe I'll just read it in my free time. It's like a short book. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we could do Hex Hall at one point. I really don't know. I I feel like I've, uh, we'll get into this, but I feel like I've swung and a miss with Rachel Hawkins, aka Aaron Sterling, twice now, and I don't think I can go back for a third. Um, But let's get into it. So, Claire, I would love to get your opinion, because I've been on many podcasts with Sierra about romance novels. What is your familiarity with, like, a romance genre? Um, This one is very, I would say, I mean, it's like romance, but it's kind of more, like, I don't even know what genre to call it. It's like it's like romedy, romedy, yeah, <laughs> a rom com. I like romedy better. That's what it oh. was advertised as. Rom <laughs> okay. com book. A, a rom com book. Yes. Uh, what's your familiarity with romance rom com type novels? I really haven't read anything in that genre. Um, I think the closest to like a romance book I've read is the. Uh, Actar series. There's so some steamy scenes in that book or in that series. So I really need to read Actar. I'm really out of the, the co- culture phenomena, cultural phenomena. I know. I told the, I told Sierra next year will be the year. So stay tuned. Um, okay, so Claire, novice uh, novice romance reader. Um, Sierra is an expert romance reader. Romedy uh, <laughs> type. <laughs> And I am getting into it. I would say I, I'm um, getting more into the advanced level. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, I definitely threw you in there with one of the... After Priest. After yeah. Multiple, after multiple. Uh, but <laughs> I'm, I'm saying as well. Uh, oh, which yeah. Which we never actually That's released. True. Which, I would love to start at... She's tame. She's tame. She is very tame. This is what kind of bothered me, mm-hmm. was I felt like I was reading a young adult novel for most of it, yeah, and then it would, like, go into, like, say one sentence where it was, it was like, I remember how she tasted, and then I was like, whoa, that's, <laughs> that's out of left field, and then it would like, go back to being, like, a, you know, like a hocus pocus type yeah. feel, like, I'll get into that in pairings, but, like, it felt very much like a, like a YA thing, and then it was, like, 
And then we, like, had sex in the library, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you guys <laughs> felt the same way. I was, like, whiplash here. Definitely. When I started reading it, there was, like, um, someone on Goodreads wrote, it's Hocus Pocus, but they fuck. <laughs> and so <laughs> I kind of went in <laughs> this is exactly what I'm going to get. It's going to be, like, cute, spooky, and then... Some X scenes. <laughs> that that's awesome. But it wasn't even like that. Was like what made me mad was it wasn't even like X scenes. Yeah. It was like Hocus Pocus was like a little like slightly higher than PG thirteen, but it was like trying to be like a really sexy novel, but it just felt so. It felt like I don't know. It felt like Disney trying to write a sex scene. And I was like, this doesn't work. <laughs> oh, my God. Sierra? That <laughs> cracks me up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think as I continued to read it, what I expect from a romance is, like, <clears throat> a little bit more tension throughout. Like, I feel like she didn't do a very good job of describing how each of the characters were feeling about one another in their moments of, like, oh, my God, I haven't seen this person in forever. Like, wouldn't your heart stop? Wouldn't, like, wouldn't you feel sick to your stomach? Or wouldn't your pulse quicken? Like, there's just so many things that would have made me think, like, oh, this is a more believable chemistry. And I feel like throughout, we didn't get as much. And I think for a romance novel, that's, like, what you expect when you're reading it. It's, like, you want that. You want to feel the anticipation. You want to feel like this is building somewhere. And I really didn't feel, I feel like it was just like, eh, sometimes. Or like you said, it comes out of left field and you're like, whoa. (laughs) And it's just like a couple sentences and it's like, it's, girl, we're here for the romance. We're here for the smut. Like, give us the smut. Yes. But no. (laughs) Yeah. I think you can kind of tell this is like, uh, you know, she's like a YA author trying to get into adult um, romance um, with this book. But I feel like this is one of my biggest pet peeves in this book was the first chapter was it felt like so disconnected from the rest mm-hmm. of the book. And it felt like, yes, she was trying to establish that they were these high school lovers for a uh, summer or co- even like college lovers for a summer. Um and then they come back 10 years later and then there's that still same fire. But, like, you do not get, you don't get the establishment of their relationship in that first chapter. And I think she relied so heavily on that. And you don't mm. get it. So when they come back 10 years, like you said, you have no idea how they feel about each other. You don't even know what went down, really. Like, the only reason why she's really pissed off is, like, he was engaged to a woman. Which, like, yeah, that fucking sucks. But, like, <laughs> we don't get the build up to that. We don't get, like, the, right. why they fell in love, why they were, like, so crazy about each other. And I don't know. For me, it was, like, I don't really care. And I kept having, <laughs> I kept having to go back to the first chapter because I was, like, what'd they curse him with? What'd they curse him with? <laughs> 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 and then, uh, and I, then I was, like, oh, it didn't even matter anyways because you can't yeah. curse specifics, I guess, in this world. Um, Lame. 
Which that would have been funny. <laughs> I would love yeah, for him to come I back agree. and be like, I haven't been able to get a girl off until <laughs> since I've met you. <laughs> yeah. Like that would have been more fun. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if you guys I don't know if you kinda of felt the same way where I just I didn't get that initial establishment of their relationship. So from then on it just felt like they didn't have a strong enough pull. Like you said, they didn't mm-hmm. have enough uh, enough tension, enough, like, oomph. I don't know. Claire, did yeah. you feel that? Yes. I think the reason why I liked the main character so much is he has the same name from the guy, the main guy, like, in um, Akatar. So I immediately loved him just because I was, like, reading the same name. Um, but I do think there was a lot of, like, plot holes, obviously. I think it would have been so funny, like... I don't know, like, the specifics of the curse, like, if they, like, lean into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought there were, like, times where, like, things would happen so quickly, like, even just, like, big plot points where I, like, had to reread and be like, wait, is that over now? Like, yes. it just, like, was a page. We, like, built all this up for just that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like, when he, curses, yeah. when he curses the lines in the town, that was, like, a page. And I was like, I feel like that's a bigger thing. Wait, what just happened? (laughs) Am I supposed to be a little scared? (laughs) So I, like, I really liked that first chapter in the way that, like, it was kind of, I was like, oh, they're going to be, like, really hating on this dude. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know, it's modern time, but you're making it witches. And that first chapter, like, got me interested. I was like, oh, my God, she's, like, heartbroken and she's cursed him I didn't think he was like gonna go away or like I mean he could have gone away and gone back like I just like 10 year gap is like wild to me for someone you've only dated for like three months and then to come back and like expect you to have like all these feelings for this person I guess like sometimes that happens like if you've never gotten closure with the relationship or whatever but still I was kind of like I don't know And then as we got into it, like, you're right, with, like, the plot holes, with things happening, like, so quickly and then not. And then, again, with, like, it's just kind of, like, unbalanced the way this was made. Like, sometimes it would be, like, ridiculously hilarious and, like, very, like, making fun of witchy stuff. Like, oh, this is what I think would happen if, like, but, and then it gets really witchy. And so I'm, like... It's teetering back and forth between, like, something very childish to me and then something that's a little bit more, like, lore-based kind of witchy kind of things. And when I was expecting with, like, the fault lines or whatever they call them, the the ley lines or whatever, yeah, I was, like, I was expecting something, like, out of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina where, like, you have, like, these, like, cracks going through and, like, like, throughout the town, or, like, things are all acting weird, like, crazy stuff happens, like, ghosts are being, like, more than just one, ghosts are being let out, like, there's (laughs) just more that could have happened, like, I feel like there's so much that you could have delved into when it comes to, like, witchy things that, like, she left me wanting more, and honestly not wanting what I, what I got, so, like, the freaking plastic skulls uh, chewing on people's to... ankles <laughs> i was like what i was about to say was that not enough for you you, you didn't like the, <laughs> the plastic like, this is why, so weird 
Why did nothing else come alive in that shop either? Right. Why was it just the, like, plastic <laughs> skulls? Why weren't bl- brooms flying around? Like, <laughs> there's so many things. Yeah, and- it felt like, it, no, like you said, it felt like it took such a hard turn in the middle mm-hmm. where it was like, like we, I, like you, like you said, like I read the first chapter and I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a freaky revenge girl power novel. Like they're yeah. gonna get him. It's gonna be great. And then I'm like, he get Reese gets into town and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he sees her and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, like the curse is gonna take effect. It's gonna be interesting. Let's see what happens. And then it was like this sharp right turn into like. Now we have to save the world. We have to save our right. town in order to save the world. And you're like, okay. and your life is on the line, Reese. By the way, yeah. And then it, I was like, what? I also thought it was weird. Like for me, if you hex someone, like why is that only bound to that area? That was so childish to me like if you're gonna hex someone i hope to god if i hexed someone that it would take place far away from where they are from me (laughs) i was also very confused about that i was waiting for like some sort of uh paragraph to be like and i just like never could find the clitoris and it was just (laughs) for the life of me couldn't do it and then i and like it was like no i i was living a really good life in wales Mm -hmm. and it was like Okay. What? The only crappy part is my dad. <laughs> dad is like kind of the worst. <laughs> uh, and no one talks about their feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I had so many issues with this. Uh, but let's get into the dad of it all. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Because he was, like, the most one-dimensional evil character. I don't know. Oh, so true. I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but I felt like I was reading, like, straight out of... Like, a Disney... Like, again, like a Disney movie. I was like, he is, like, the quintessential evil guy. When he came into town, I was so confused when he would, like, start calling him Simon, but then would call him Da. And I was like, (laughs) are there two people here? I forgot that that was Yes. But the part that, like, killed me was, like, uh, when he was leaving and he was, like, take care of yourself. And then Reese said, like, I always take care of myself. And then he, like, vanished. And it was, like, <laughs> really dramatic moment that did not fit with, like, what I was feeling as a reader. Yes. No, it felt like it was, like, written, like, completely separate. And then she's, like, oh, I need to, like, get a I need to get a section in here with, like, the dad and then, like, put that section in there. And nobody was like, okay, like, vibe check. Does this match the rest of the book? No, I just, like, the whole thing was really weird. And I think, like, his relationship with his father is really weird. Like, also all the details that he went in with, like, his house and everything. And and then him, really says the character, was like, oh, by the way. I don't use teleportation because, like, it just pisses my dad off that I want to act like a mortal. I'm like, are you 12 years old? You're supposed to be, like, 30-something. And you're acting like you're 15. Like, I'm just going to do whatever makes daddy mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it's like, yeah, you're going to buy a 12... You're going to buy, like, a $1,200 airplane ticket just so that you can, like, say... "Mm." suck it 
<laughs> you suck, Daddy, and I'm not going to tell you anything. Yeah. I... And then, I mean, his dad, the biggest, the biggest bad thing that his dad really did in this book was like, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you about the lineage of our family and how we got this place. If the dad even knew, I can't remember if he did or not. But, like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, your great-grandfather killed a, another witch or, like, used her powers or whatever. And, like, that's the thing that you decide that you're not going to tell anyone about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it's just dumb. Well, <laughs> I know. And I was waiting, like... If you're going to be a big bad dude, I was waiting for something, like, heinous to ha- have happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I was ready for, like, an entire village to be pillaged. Like, I I envisioned, like, like he got his power from taking over an entire coven, like, type deal. Yeah. And then it was just like, no, like, I got my power from this uh, one witch, and now she's angry. So right. she has cursed the land. And you're like... Okay. <laughs> the dad could have been worse, and I think the whole, the whole plot of everything could have been better. Like, like you said, it could have been a whole coven. It could have been like, it's a tradition, and the dad knows about it, and like he continues this tradition going on, and like, I don't know. It could have been more menacing, but like a forbidden lovers type of thing. Like it really could have, but she missed the mark. <laughs> I think my main criticism was just that the whole thing moved so quickly. Like, it didn't give time for, like, even the dad to find out about their relationship. Because yeah. I was like, that was, like, the whole plot point in the beginning, why they broke mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like, the dad was the issue. So, like, they're just going to, like, magically, like, be together and split their time between Wales and Georgia, like, without the dad <laughs> finding out. I was, like, so confused by that. And I felt like if she had given it, like, more length, she might have been able to, like, build more there. But it just felt kind of, like, very quick. Mm-hmm. Like, quick movie. And, and it was still, like, 300 pages, but it just wasn't, like, I felt like we needed a lot more, like, world building. And yeah. Yeah. also when he was, like, going to die, I was like, just go a town over. Because clearly <laughs> the curse doesn't, yes! like, work there. Yes! <laughs> Like, how is that not the loophole? <laughs> I know! that. I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, so if this magic doesn't reach past this town, if this curse doesn't reach past this town, then explain to me why he couldn't just run away to Wales again and, like, he would be alive. If that a plot point, like, make them have this, like, weird thing where they, like, can't be in the other, like, cities or whatever because he's going to die if he's in that. I don't know. Right. could have done. She could have done more with that. Well, it's because Vivi just looks so at home in this yeah. town. <laughs> so he Which has she's like to never said. That. He just assumed that. What an asshole. <laughs> it's her hallmark place, okay? <laughs> it's her witchy hallmark. She has to be in that town. It just fits. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know. I think, like, I think going along that, Claire, though, I think why it felt so rushed. Was because she was trying to do, like, 15 different plots all at once. Yes. Like, yeah. she she was mm-hmm. trying to be a rom-com. She was trying to be <laughs> this, like, world, you know, like, save the world type plot. She was trying to do this, like, star-crossed lovers, like, Romeo and Juliet type thing. And just none of it hit 
at all. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all trying to, like, contradict each other. And so at one point you were like, wait, this was supposed to be funny and now he's going to die? And then... <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you're going to die. Like, all of a sudden, like, mad about it. And, like, yeah. you didn't... You hated him, like, not that long ago. And I... <laughs> you're being, like, a little, like, flip-floppy here. And he's just also confused. She's like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> also to, like, bounce off your thing where you're, like... Okay, well, like, he ended up not even marrying that one chick that he was engaged to. If he was so in love with her, why didn't he pop on back to Georgia and say, like, I know, like, I disappointed you, like, I can work until, like, you trust me again. Like, why did he avoid her for 10 plus years when he could have totally come back, won her over? We would have like not had any of this problem and then like maybe they would have found out about the hex earlier but at least they wouldn't have to deal with the ley lines at that point like i don't know <laughs> i'm just kind of like my this is so chaotic yes another one of my huge qualms <laughs> among many uh, <laughs> with this book was the very end i was like oh that's actually kind of sick that she's gonna like break it off and be like oh, it actually wasn't happy, happily ever after. Like, they went out with their separate ways, and, like, that's how it's going to end. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, you know, that's new, that's different. <laughs> and then I was like, mother, and I, and I saw his name on the door, and I was like, God, yeah. He's <laughs> and then he back. Was like, well, and then I was like, okay, fine. He, like, comes back. He, like, sacrifices his life in Wales. And then she's like, we can do both. And then I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, great everyone's happy right and he didn't sacrifice anything really no what did we learn here nothing Nothing. their their communication was so bad like (laughs) if he had just taken the time to explain the betrothal thing like i don't love another woman i just like have to like do this my dad wants me to marry her like capiche i don't get like (laughs) And their their communication didn't get any better either because he didn't even tell her he was moving back. He didn't tell her how much he missed her. He didn't, like, do any... They just pretty much cut off contact again. And then he was all of a sudden just like, no, my feelings are so strong. I have to move back there. <laughs> Girl, get yourself well, a better boyfriend. they never boyfriend. talked about anything throughout. Like, they were just, like, cool again after they, like, hooked up for the second time. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. So I would be like, so like, why were you engaged? Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, what happened with that? Like, I I obviously know that it didn't go through, but like, why didn't you come back and talk to me? <laughs> there were just like many important conversations missing. <laughs> and like, yes. have you done therapy for your dad in like others? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> red flag. Oh, and then and, and then her cousin, cousin, yeah, cousin, yeah, uh, was like the token gay character in this book. Yes. She was like, "Oh, we need diversity. Let's throw the the cousin, yeah, and just say like she is in love with this woman, and then call it good with like yeah like, zero plot points or like." But also in doing my research. Um, there is going, there's another book, right? There's two other books and the one of them has to do with the cousin and hit Reese's brother. Also that. So she's bisexual, but again, she's still the token. 
the token LGBTQ. It just, like, felt so forced. And I was like, really? This is what we're going to do? Okay. Yeah. Great. I don't know. I think... You know what's funny is here, we, uh, Claire, we read this book that was really bad uh, recently, but we both agreed it was so bad, but we were still invested in the characters, and there were, and there's four books in this series, and each book takes on a different pair, and we are, like, so invested, we're like, we have to know what happens, even though the writing was terrible, the plot was terrible, (laughs) and we're still invested. This book, I feel none of that. The fact yeah. that sh- there's another book with the cousin, I could not, I could not care less. I would not pick that book. <laughs> well, it's not just the cousin. The other one after that is with the chick who stole the candle. Oh, Amanda or what's her name? Yeah. <laughs> the chick who stole the candle Wait. and his other other brother. No way. Yeah, That's it's hilarious. Oh my god! What? I think I, I would read that this. one before I would read the one about the cousin, but like. Still, I'm kind of just like, oh, so it's all these girls for all these brothers. When the first book wasn't really even about Reese at all, but we're still making all the other books about his brothers. Oh, God. Whatever. None of my business. I'm not reading them. (laughs) No, I can't. I can't do it to myself again. (laughs) Um. Was there anything we liked about this um, book? I like the talking cat. <laughs> I thought that, that was kind of funny. cracked me up. I could tell that she, like, actually owns a cat because my cat would not say anything, like, literate at all. It would just be like, food, 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 food. <laughs> She'll, like, meow at me and then, like, lead me to her, like, food bowl. Yep. So I loved that part. That part was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will say I also liked when they were in that freaky house. I did enjoy the sexual tension in the closet. I was like, yeah. okay, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> I was like, forced proximity, anyone? I love it. <laughs> I was really expecting more, too. Like, I really was. I was expecting better for yeah. something that's like clearly like such a cute name and I think I had heard about it on TikTok and people were like this is such a cute book and I was like this was a couple of years ago and I had bought this quite a few years ago and I was yep. like what a letdown I wanted it to be a little bit more I guess more dark witchy than like super cutesy witchy yeah if you can call it that kind of cringe but or even just lean into the cutesy, like make it funny, yeah. make it like make, make it like it the weird. Good Witch or something. Yeah, like I don't know. Either lean into one or the other. We can't have both. We can't. Yeah, have both. it was very uh, confusing. Yeah, well, I kind of felt like I I actually liked it, but I felt like I was picking up a book that would like I would have like really liked like as a freshman in high school or something. Yeah. That's fair. And it, like, little scandy. But I, I also think that I didn't have <laughs> high expectations for it from the start. So it was kind of, like, exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I liked all the fall. Like, I thought she yeah. did a good job with, like, all the spooky stuff. I will say it's, like, a really good palette cleanser if you're getting ready, if you're going from one book that's, like, kind of a harder read or something that's, like, you're mm-hmm. not used to reading. And then you're like, oh, I'm just going to read this in between kind of a palate cleanser and then you can jump into another more serious book 
Well, here, we're kind of already doing it. Final ratings. Um, (laughs) I would give it a 2.5 out of 5. I'm sorry. I, again, uh, Rachel Hawkins, I am just not her fan. She is uh, not my author of choice. So, um, I just think, like, her her writing is very... her writing is very, like, juvenile, which makes sense. It's mm-hmm. a young, like, for young adult writing. But, like, if I'm going into this kind of expecting a more adult uh, romance and a ro- more mm-hmm. adult rom-com. Because, like, it's like, don't mix vodka and witchcraft. That's, hila- <laughs> that's amazing. Right. That's hilarious. Um, and I just, like, wish it would have played more into that adult theme. Like, let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's, like, make it, you know, a little bit more raunchier, a little bit steamier, a little bit more fun. Um, and I think, like, she got caught in that young adult, um, kind of Mm -hmm. clutches, and it didn't quite get out of that, Mm -hmm. and so I think it was just, like, a book that really didn't know its own identity, and that made it really difficult for me as a reader to get into it, because I just, like, didn't really care about the characters, and I wanted more from them. I wanted, like, more maturity in the sense of, like, I wanted them to be a little bit more fucked up, like, I wanted them to have, like, a lot more issues, and they didn't, and so, um... I think, like, I just didn't really connect to anything or anyone or, um, I, yeah, I just didn't really enjoy the experience reading it. So I would say, yeah, even, like, a 2.2 to 2.5, somewhere around there. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, did, I did read it, and it was, like, a quick read, but yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, Claire, what do you think? Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually give it a 4 out of 5. which is high but not because i I, like if i were to give someone this book i would be like listen (laughs) the world is kind of a shithole right now you want a nice easy read true like i don't know or like i really liked it after reading other people's clothes which was kind of like yeah like dark and like a little that one's dirty very very different vibe um and this one was, like, I literally read it in, like, an afternoon. It was, like, so quick and easy. And I, like, don't really feel invested. Like, I would never read the sequels. <laughs> um, I feel no investment, really, in their relationship. But um, but it was, like, so quick and easy and just kind of what I was wanting with, like, the fall vibes and stuff. So I think actually probably just, like, the witchy aspect of it gave it a higher rating for me. Mm-hmm. And the romance was subpar. But he did have the same name as the Akhtar guy. So, yeah. therefore, I just, like, immediately loved him. Like, <laughs> and, you know, it's not because of this author. It's because of the other author. So, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, I believe I gave it a three out of five on Goodreads. Just because, like Claire said, it's it's lighthearted. It's, it's a really p- good palate cleanser. It's not... I know what I'm expecting when I expect a lot of these romance books. Like, sometimes you have ones that, like, really, really hit very, very well. And, like, they're more than you expected. And then you're, like, pleasantly surprised. But on a whole, like, romance books are really, like, my brain vacation type of time. And mm-hmm. it's it's just, like, fun, good, 
good vibes, and you know how it's going to end. And typically that's, you know, with our two characters in love and happy. And so, like, you're right. In this, like, really dismal world right now, I think it's lovely to just be able to pass out something and be like, you want something that's, like, spooky season themed, but, like, (laughs) also, like, doesn't have all the dark dreariness. Like, you just want a little, like, let me go to the, like, I don't know, fall festival or something and bring a book to read in the pumpkin patch. I don't know, something cute like that. So in that way, like I would give it a three, but I still think it lacked a lot of things that I was expecting it to have. I had higher expectations than what I was given. Maybe if I would have kept my expectations low, then then we would have a different conversation. Totally. No, totally fair. Um... Well, let's get into pairings. So, pairings are where we pick TV shows, movies, uh, other books, drinks, cocktails. Uh, That might pair well with today's book. So, we've kind of touched on a lot in just, like, us chatting about this book, uh, I feel like. But we'll kind of go through them. Uh, We'll we'll do each say our one thing over and over again. Um, Okay. I feel like that's always more fun. So, drink slash cocktail... Um, this is what I did. I couldn't, I need to find the original recipe, but, uh, we did pumpkin carving in Colorado in 2020 and Casey's roommate at the time, Hudson, shout out Hudson. I'm sure he listens to this, right? Uh, he made this, (laughs) he made this punch called Frankenstein punch and it was, Mm -hmm. um, it was phenomenal. I think it was, like, tequila. It was, like, a margarita, pretty much, uh, that just was, like, this electric green color, um, and so that's what made me think of this, and you put the dry ice in it. It's all, like, ooh, you know, spooky, um, so that would be mine. Okay, I chose a blackberry margarita, blackberry being, like, a fall fruit, and then, you know, I just feel like it gives it that kind of, like, dark witchy color, um, and I was just like, I personally like a lot of other cocktails I don't like. I'm not a vodka girly, unfortunately. So it wouldn't ever be a problem for me if I was a witch, but it would be if it was tequila. So blackberry margarita for me. I chose, um, I forget, I think it's like One Tree Cider Company or something. They have this like caramel cinnamon cider and it comes in like this like big old bottle and I can just like, I don't know. It's like so fall for me. I even have, I'm drinking a different cider but I'm just in the cider. It's cider season. Mm. Like, yeah, I like that. that. That's my drink of choice. Love. I love a good cider. I love cider too. I have a, I have a mixed relationship with cider. I feel like I can, I, I like a really dry cider. And so if it's mm-hmm. too sweet, then I get a little, no, me. but yeah, <laughs> not me. Not me. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, awesome. Well, TV show, um, this one is kind of self-explanatory, but I did charmed, okay. uh, you know, witchy sisters up to shenanigans. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Kind of that fun witchy fall vibe uh, with the sisterly kind of, like, um, relationship that we get with the cousin and uh, Vivi in this book. So, yeah. Um, I chose... I said Sabrina the Teenage Witch, if you want, like, 
very much like I think Sabrina the Teenage Witch is a little bit closer to the type of vibe that she was going for. If you want a darker version, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I love. Love, love, love. I love a little bit of a darker theme and I think that one did a little bit better of like tapping into the true witchiness of everything. So those are my two. Um, I also chose The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because I love that show. Um, But the other one I was thinking of is Gilmore Girls. I just thought that that was like they were in Stars Hollow, basically. Yeah. So that was even though maybe I definitely felt those vibes as well. Ooh. (laughs) Sweet. Well, let's get into movies. I had two. So, like I said, Hocus Pocus uh, definitely was in the forefront of my mind for this one. Um, and then another one is Practical Magic, um, which I guess also fits into the book theme as well. Um, I chose The School of Good and Evil. Um, it's like a cute little one that's on Netflix now. Um, I think it's like very much fitting with this kind of like kind of like redefining of like what witches are and then the other one I chose was Hansel and Gretel witch hunters which I love that movie. <laughs> it's gory it's bloody it's so cool and like literally growing up one of my favorite movies ever um I chose Bewitched with Nicole Kidman um I just like adore that movie I'm obsessed with it I think it's way better than the book that we just read but um <laughs> But it's so good and it's so, like, cutesy, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it kind of, like, fit that vibe. And, like, Halloween Town. I feel like they reference that a lot in the yes. book. But mm-hmm. Yeah. I like those. Yeah. Halloween Town was another one that was in the forefront of my mind when I was watching this. Especially Halloween Town High. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just missing the sex. <laughs> yeah, they don't We're like PG thirteen Disney. Yes. <laughs> God, can we have a remake of Halloween Town and uh, make yes. it make it sexy? Make it like Halloween Town High, but make it um, uh, Euphoria. Make it Euphoria. I was I was gonna say Gossip Girl, but uh, ooh, that's good better. too. Mm. Oh, that'd be lit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, books. Uh, My Practical Magic um, also fit in with the book. I haven't read it, but I picked up the second book in the series uh, from our free library. Um, So I'm very interested to read this, uh, to read that. And then another one was, um, was one that I got like a similar vibe reading, which was Beach Read. And I feel like Mm. I, I feel like I just don't, get this genre of romance of like the rom-com <laughs> romance books because I didn't like that one either but everyone freaking loves Emily Henry so um, I picked up the people we meet on vacation from a free library so I'm gonna give it another go but I think I just like genuinely do not click with this genre um, but I'm just gonna keep reading it until I until one of them clicks because <laughs> it's gonna happen <laughs> eventually right <laughs> uh, Sierra um, I, if someone liked this book, not me, 
Um, I did suggest they read the second one, which is called The Kiss Curse. It is book two of X-Hex. So if you did like this one, please continue on and read. We're not here to judge you. We're just giving you our opinions. <laughs> um, I couldn't think of like a specific book. I kind of struggled with this one. I was thinking in general of just like, uh, what's the guy that writes like Matilda and my big friendly giant? Or, mm-hmm. uh, Ro- Road doll. Ronald. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ronald. Ronald Dahl. <laughs> I was just kind of thinking of that vibe. I used to read those like, around Halloween. That's a uh, great like, one. As a kid. So um, even though none of them have X-rated scenes at all. Um, this wasn't really X. No. <laughs> this is a soft R. This is really, really soft. <laughs> yeah, Claire, we, we'll get you in. Whoa. There's lots yeah. of fade to black in this. Well, there you have it. Uh, the XX um, by Erin Sterling, aka Rachel Hawkins, uh, which has <laughs> now she has now entered into my authors of the D- DNR. Uh, do not read uh, <laughs> authors. Um, I just can't. I don't think I can do another one. Um, but that's just me. I hope that if this book brought you joy, that you loved it. And that you can send us a note and say, this is why I liked it. Because I would love to hear from you guys. Um, <laughs> I, would really, I would really love to hear. Um, but if you're looking for a palate cleansing fall read that may not be the best book you've read all year, but is, you know, witchy and gets you in the Halloween spirit, then I think it's fine. But until next time, we will cheers. Adios. <laughs> well, that's the show. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked it, please go give it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode or follow if you're listening on Spotify. And if you want more book-related content, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at rwreadspodcast. Again, that's at r-w-r-e-a-d-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t. That's rwreadspodcast on Instagram and TikTok. Cheers! Cheers!